the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. He's calling, wake up, child. It's your time to shine. You were born for such a time and such a time. You once walked in them. So in a nutshell, if I could sum this up, he's saying, why are you going back into the enemy's camp? That it's a battle every single day of our life. And so Paul says, don't go back to those things you came out of. Remember, you worked so hard to come out of them. You came to the altar even. You got into the word of God and you felt the fire of God. It's, oh, pastor, I'm doing so good. And then months go by and those things begin to draw you back. Oh, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from these choices that keep pulling me back away from you, Lord? Thank you for joining us here at Westside Christian Fellowship, located in Leona Valley, California, one hour north of Los Angeles. Today on Regaining Lost Ground, we hear the third part of this faith-filled message from Pastor Shane, titled, Small Hinges Open Big Doors. Revivalist preacher Charles Spurgeon once said, My faith rests not in what I am, or shall be, or feel, or know, but in what Christ is, in what He has done, and in what He is doing for me. Today, Pastor Shane encourages you to trust in the Lord with all your heart, not to rely on your own perspective in life, but rather fully placing all of your faith in the Lord Jesus today. You can hear the whole message at Pastor Shane's YouTube and Rumble channels. Make sure to subscribe today. For more information, visit us online at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We also encourage you to hear more truth from Pastor Shane with the Idleman Unplugged weekly podcast. And now, from Westside Christian Fellowship in Leona Valley, California, here's Pastor Shane Eidelman. Toxic emotions and all these things can really really break wreak havoc on your body from your micro micro gut biome to your your serotonin levels and it just it releases a certain toxin thing isn't that interesting when you follow god's word it also has health benefits but he said something he said when when my strength fails me because of my sin and my bones my literal bones I, they're not wasting away but it feels like everything inside of me is coming undone it's hard to even get through life i feel undone i feel wrecked colossians says this therefore well, I probably should have told you why I'm transitioning here from Revelation. I want to talk about these small things real quick before we leave. Small things, because he said murder, murderers, and then those who steal things, those who are involved in sorceries. I mean, that, th- these little things that we think, and that's what, you, if you'll talk to unbelievers, you'll hear that a lot. Well, I'm not like the, Chris down the street, my neighbor. Or I'm not like my Uncle Bill. I'm a pretty good guy. The little things. The little things. So let's look at a few little things that maybe we need to work on. Now it'll make sense, right? Colossians 
three, five to seven. And this, man, there's so much there because a lot of people, and I understand what they're saying, and this might be some of you, this will be helpful. We live in an interesting, interesting time because we live in what they call the age of grace. Correct? Thank God. I don't know about you, but thank God I don't live in the Old Testament. I do not want to be Isaiah or Jeremiah. And they, they call it the dispensation of grace or the heir of grace or um, we don't live under law anymore. We live under grace. You know, I know what they're saying because they didn't have the grace of God through Jesus Christ until he came, rose again. And now you can believe and have faith. And I do believe there was a cataclysmic shift that took place. I mean, the demons were running, running the show, running the show until Jesus came. They were running it until he came and conquered that kingdom and took the, the, the authority back. And there is more grace. Uh, if there wasn't, I don't know if our church would have anybody in it if God handled Ananias and Sapphira the same way, even though that was after Jesus ascended in the book of Acts. You know, there, so we live under that and there has to be more grace and there has to be more mercy and we're not beat them up, beat them up. But any time in the church where you'll see um, a damaged doctrine, it gets damaged because people take it to the extreme. Camera's going to get mad at me and trying to fall. I like to trick them. See how far you guys can go, huh? See how that far that swivel goes. So we can damage that doctrine if we go too far. Then you, you hear the terms messy grace, loosey goosey grace, and it, because it's it's been it's been abused, and you have to bring it back to the center, and you have to have that grace, but also the the righteousness of God and the holiness of God. And one of, the reason I say that is one of the charges that people have made against me over the years is, man, brother, it's all about, you got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do this. Where's the grace? And just, just living in God's grace and, and not worrying about all this other stuff. I said, well, I see what you're saying, but there's a lot of scriptures that, you know, put to death, do not walk, put this mind in you, put on the armor of God, do not make no provision for the, I mean, there's a lot of mm, application I don't, I don't think obedience is a bad word. I just think you don't like to obey. I'm not stupid. But if we go too far this side and we're sin sniffing, hey, uh, you, 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 your wife said you had a six pack this weekend. You're out of here, buddy. What is this? You looked at porn two months ago. Don't ever come in here again. Right, just go beat them up, go beat them up. And you're looking for that. That's why I call a sin sniffer. <laughs> you guys down. But, and you're, you're too far over. <laughs> right? And you have, you're, you're, you're just, now you've abused this doctrine of obedience. And so it, that you'll see throughout church history is that constant, that, that tension of trying to, trying to get things back. 
And I know a lot of people hear this too. I might as well just tell you everything I hear this morning. Man, you talk too much about fasting. Well, guess what? It's a doctrine that has been lost. Not a doctrine, but it's a practice of the church that's been lost. So how do you bring something back, sweetie, that's been lost? You go find it and you focus on it. And if it doesn't register with you, okay, water off a duck's back, just let it go. But if I'm called to, and I, we, I just told you, now they're airing the messages in San Diego. They said 35, 40,000 people every single week just in San Diego. So God might have something to say to them too. I just, I don't know. And so you recapture these, these doctrines or these traditions that are lost. And sometimes in doing that, you go the, the wrong way or you go too far out. So, can you talk too much about fasting and focus too much on it? Absolutely. No one knows that better than me. But also, right now there's about 200 people on the texting system just for fasting. I hear it all, I need to fast. What do you, what do you recommend? So we're trying to help those people as well. And it, it, it's a, it's a conglomeration of God working in the hearts of different people different ways. I'll never forget back in Lancaster, we had somebody, they actually left, I think, and wrote me an email. You talk too much about the Holy Spirit. (sighs) Did you know we're in a six-week series on the forgotten God of the Holy Spirit? Hello? Hello? Where's the grace on the other side? That's the series we're in. Golly! Just this stuff drives me crazy. Now, can you talk too much about the Holy Spirit and forget about Christ? Of course. Of course. So now, let's talk about some of these scriptures that can help us. Abram, don't be texting me. <laughs> therefore, therefore, I text him way more than he texts me, so he do to... Therefore, put to death Wait a minute, Paul, to the church in Colossae, can you be a little bit more seeker-friendly? The little things, the little things put to death fornication. So if you are sleeping with someone who's not your spouse, put it to death. Stop the silly little excuses. Well, we love each other. We love each other. I think this is the one. And doesn't the Old Testament say that's the way to do it? Well, here's another truth bomb. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. If you look at someone and you begin to lust for them and fulfill that lust, and you're not married to them, it is fornication. Jesus actually used the word pornea when he said any type of sexual immorality outside of marriage. Pornea. That's why I love when people say, he didn't say anything about homosexuality. He didn't have to. He said anything out, he didn't say anything about bestiality, necrophilia. Hey, we can keep going. He didn't say anything about pedophile. What, so is it okay? Give me a break. See, we look for loopholes in scripture. If I can just find that loophole, where's it at? I can, I can begin to continue to indulge. Repentance, repentance. So put to death. 
And that's like, there's no other option. Put to death. Get rid of it. When you put something to death, you get rid of it. Have your spouse check your Instagram messages. Do you know I, re- I recommend that so often? People are like, oh, I don't know about that. How bad do you want it? You don't, why do you come here playing games? I'm not preaching to people who are playing games. I'm preaching to people who want to make some serious changes. But Shane, you might drop us down to one service. That's okay. That's much easier. One service would take care of our parking issue. We could just not be in a hurry. We could, you know, hey, well, I'm done. I'll see you later. Now I got to do this at the 11. I'm not going to remember half the stuff I told you guys. Put to death fornication, uncleanness, which is corrupt morals. Don't even entertain it. Put it to death. Get rid of, put to death passions. Well, what is that? That's an unhealthy lust. And you know what? It can be a good thing, a God thing, but it becomes unhealthy. In the New Testament, it says those who are, um, I think the word is corrupt or, or um, those who are, are misled and are rejecting God make their, make their God their stomach. Indulging a good thing. Thank God for food. Amen? But when it becomes our master, and that's what I've told you before, that's, that's one of my struggles. I always, when I'm a little kid, they call me chubby. And lead pants. My mom was like, Shane, can't you just stop after dinner? I still remember that 12 years old. I mean, no, the sugar gods call out. Ask my wife. I tell her to hide, hide, hide the chocolate, hide the stuff. Just put it somewhere where you and the, I just, I don't want to get up at mid, I, cause I just get up and I know where it's at at midnight. <laughs> do you, do you do that? Golly. So put to death. That's a good thing about fasting because that's actually what it does. And that's why it's so hard. It's a struggle against those fleshly appetites, against those lusts. And you're, you're saying, no, God, I need you more. I'm giving up this appetite for a greater appetite. And they say, put to death those things. And I know if, if I don't put to death those things, eventually, right, I will have, I know I'll have diabetes. I've got a lot of the signs already because I shouldn't weigh 220 pounds at 54 years old. Because as you get older, glucose, the blood sugar, you've got even lean is the key these days. As you get older, get the rock out of your mind, Arnold Schwarzenegger guys. Lean is the key. Gosh, there's lots of rabbit trails. And then put to death, put to death these passionate evil and evil desires. What are evil desires? You know, if people just get up and they just, they just are full of, full of hate. Maybe to their spouse, maybe to others. People even, they come to church, I can tell they are just full of hate. Evil desires. And covetousness, what's the big deal about that? Covetousness, well, 
I should, I should have really, I don't, I want to be clear here too. Paul, although unbelievers will read this, guess who he's writing to? He's writing to a church in Colossae. You, me. And sometimes we, re- oh, oh boy, oh boy. That's for unbelievers. Well, no, because he knows it will destroy you. So get rid of covetousness. What is that? I want that Lamborghini, Pastor Abram talked about in the message. No, I don't really, but. Now the Dodge Rebel, 6.7, 2,500 diesel, $125,000 Dodge Ram. I see that. I'm like, mm, that's right. You, but that's what covetousness. I'm not going to be honest with you guys anymore if you don't give me some grace. <laughs> but I know I can't drive that and pull up in it, right? And this, it won't look good. So, so, um, what, what, what am I doing? Covetousness, covetousness. Oh yeah. So you want something that someone else? I want if I could have their spouse. I wish I could have their spouse. Honey, you don't see even half of it. You, you you think everything's good? You don't know what they deal through, what they've been through? Oh, if I could just have that marriage like that. If I could just if I could just have that job or that house. And and you know, it's one thing, okay, you think it, okay, Lord, that would be nice if I get a better I mean, who wants to buy a house in the future, right? Good luck. I feel, I do. I feel for the young adults. Really do. They'll be living with their parents for a while. I won't get into all that. But well, but if you look at the interest rate and the price of homes, you know, a house that was 2500 is now four grand a month in, in two years? Because all that interest, you're just paying, it's a waste of money, complete waste of money paying interest. Now, I guess say something because people are buying a house right now. So buy a house if God's put that on your heart and you can afford it. All right. See, I assume that when people hear things, it's just like, well, obviously this doesn't apply to me because my mom used to do that a lot. She goes, she loved me to talk about fasting. She loved me to talk about morning worship. Uh, she'd love for me to talk about, man, get at that altar. But people get upset at me. My mom never came to these things, but she knew, obviously she, I mean, so I think people just use me as an excuse. Because so they don't have to seek God harder. Blame the messenger. That's been tried and tested for, for millenniums. And so he's telling the church, but well, this is real therapeutic for me today, by the way. <laughs> this is a, this is a good service. I just got it all out there. <laughs> no, don't clap. Don't clap. My motives are not always pure because I hope some of those people go back and listen to this later. <laughs> right? Can tell them off. That, that's why they call it the bully pulpit. So put to death. Don't consider it. Don't fool around with it. Put to death covetousness. So if repent. That's why I think this altar should be full at every service. Because we come in here acting like, I've got nothing to give up. I'm doing great. That's true. Sometimes it is, Will. Thank you. Is he, are you here? Is that Will? Of course. Huh. Maybe more full. Is that proper English? 
proper morphle, morphle, and backed up. And because, Lord, I'm, I'm surrendering afresh. I'm getting, I gotta give this up. If I would have just married that person, or if I would have just went there, if I would have just went to that school, I covet. You know, if I would have just finished graduating, or if I would have just, oh, if that would have been me. And, and, and covetousness, what it does is it eats you, it eats you from the inside out. And I just told my oldest, I said, just don't look, don't be on Instagram stuff too much at all because it's so unrealistic. These people are miserable and they're painting this picture. So what I finally did is I sent them a, uh, it's called a, what is that? Some, uh, um, social media influencer studio, like in the Philippines, where they got all these girls, like in a jail, 30, 40, 50 of them. They all have their own studio and they're all making these videos about clothing and they're locked. They're not locked up, but it's this, it's this, it's this, it's this like, uh, just this system where they're not happy. They're, they're, and they're paying them to make these videos. And we think, Oh, look at that. That is so awesome. No, they're in a little cubicle in the Philippines. Do not covet. One bad thing about social media is we covet. I don't remember if you knew, but a few nights ago when Alex was filming up here, he said, hey, guess what? We had 3,000 people watching just on TikTok because people are sharing it, right? And so it's, there's some good things there, but if you let that become your standard, how to dress, how to act, how to conduct yourself, what your goals should be, what your what your ambitions should be. Look, I want to be a, look at this guy makes a hundred thousand a month on YouTube. I want to be that influencer. No, you don't. You want to work your tail off and earn your money. So it means a lot to you. You want to work hard. Like God says it. Don't, don't these fly by night, you know, type of, of, of endeavors and these quick get rich quick schemes all because of coveting. Many divorces. If you look often at the root of it, it can be covetousness. I want something different. And he says, which is idolatry. And because of these things, because of these things he just mentioned, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience. Now, I don't think the church were referred to as the sons of disobedience. But I think what he's saying, you know, correct me if I'm wrong later, because of all these things that you're allowing into your own heart, God's actually going to judge the wicked because of these same things. They're not right with me, so they're going to be judged because of it. But why should you, children of light, children of obedience, engage in these things that the sons of disobedience are doing, in which you yourselves, you once walked, you once walked in them, So in a nutshell, if I could sum this up, he's saying, why are you going back into the enemy's camp? Why are you willingly back? Remember those things? And and I have asked anybody here or that's on staff or volunteers, maybe too much so, too much grace, believe it or not. Like just, you know, let them keep serving. Let's do this. Let's, you know, tons of grace. Let's build them back up. Let's, 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 because I understand that it's a battle every single day of our life. 
And so Paul says, don't go back to those things you came out of. Remember, you worked so hard to come out of them. You came to the altar even. You got into the word of God and you felt the fire of God. And so, Pastor, I'm doing so good. And then months go by and those things begin to draw you back. Oh, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from these choices that keep pulling me back away from you, Lord? He says, make that decision, repent to them, put them to death. You don't play with something that's dead. If you put it to death, don't resurrect it. He's calling, wake up, child. It's your time to shine. You born was down as this. He's calling, wake up, child. It's your time to shine. You've been listening to Regaining Lost Ground with Pastor Shane Eidelman. You can find more information at westsidechristianfellowship.org. That's westsidechristianfellowship.org. And for all the latest on what God is doing with His ministry here, please be sure to follow us on most social media platforms. Westside Christian Fellowship is located 60 miles north of Los Angeles in Leona Valley, California. Thank you again for listening to today's message of Regaining Lost Ground, where we are reminded daily, times change, truth does not. Regaining Lost Ground is sponsored by the generous supporters of the ministries of Westside Christian Fellowship. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.